The contents of this podcast does not represent the opinions of others and is solely the opinions of Harv Aronson based on his experience, knowledge, and research. Welcome to the Total Sports Recall, your source for sports news and topics from a different angle. And now here's your host, Harv Aronson. Did you ever ask yourself, who is the greatest baseball player ever? Try to name the greatest baseball player ever to play in the major league in Major League Baseball. It's very difficult to do and to be objective. Some might say Barry Bonds because he has the most home runs. Pete Rose, more hits than anyone else. Babe Ruth, he was not only a great pitcher, but he was the home run king like forever until Hank Aaron passed his 714 total on by. You can do all the stat comparison you want, but since some players are better and have bigger numbers in only certain categories, that may not be valid for determining an overall best player in history. I have no idea if anyone has ever tried this method before, but I'm going to call it the total sports recall point system. What I've done is look up statistical leaders in categories of games played, at-bats, runs scored, home runs, singles, doubles, triples, stolen bases, and walks. Then from that group, I ran through all their career statistics and awarded points for every positive stat and took away points for the negative ones. Basically, here's how the system point system works. For home runs, the player receives four points, obviously because a round tripper represents four bases. A triple gets three, a double two, and a single one point. For, one, for games, one point is awarded and the same for an at-bat. On each run scored, another single point is given. Steal a base, get another point, but get caught stealing and lose a point. For strikeouts, if a player whiffs, he loses three points since three strikes make a K. Receive a walk, and that's four points since it takes four balls to reach first base. If a player gets hit by a pitch, that's another single point awarded. Finally, I took into account errors committed on the field, which result in a loss of one point for every error made. I also did this with pitchers, which I'll explain that system momentarily. With all those points tallied, the results should theoretically represent the best all-around and overall player, correct? I put together career stats for 19 of the best players ever, and the results just might surprise you. There were players not included that are some of the very best, but because they had their careers either cut short by injury or early retirement or lost playing time because of World Wars, I left them out because their point totals would not have had them highly ranked and it would not have been fair to consider them in this rating system that would not have put them near the top, despite being amazing players. Joe DiMaggio is a perfect example of this. Here's how the results came out. Leading the way for batters, perhaps to no surprise, is Barry Bonds. The first thought with Bonds might be his steroid use, but his numbers still must be considered. His 762 home runs help his point total, and considering all the statistics previously mentioned, Bonds ends up with 29,207 total points. Bonds only committed 97 career errors, so that is impressive. Not many will consider Babe Ruth. Many will consider Babe Ruth as the greatest player ever when this discussion arises. And for the younger generation who may not know the name Ruth, especially from movies like The Sandlot, they may not be aware that not only was he a great hitter and a home run slugger, but he was also a great pitcher as well. The Sultan of Swat in this point system only musters a total of 23,232 points, which places him in the 12th position all-time for this system of points. 
If you add the points from his pitching numbers, to which we will address shortly, then his total jumps to 25,055, which would move him to 10th all time. At this, at this point, you may be scratching your head and saying, well, what is he talking about? Numbers don't lie, and this point system should be a good reflection on what was. There's no arguing Babe Ruth was a great baseball player. He was. One of the best ever. But his numbers in this system just don't put him at the top. Finishing just behind Bonds and only 326 points behind him is a player who took the game seriously and played harder than anyone else. His placing second among the great players listed here might come as a shock to some listening. But that man is Pete Rose. Perhaps it's the fact that he is the all-time leader in hits with 4,256. But given all his final numbers, Rose is right there with Barry Bonds as perhaps the best player ever statistically. Rose broke the record for hits set by Ty Cobb, but Cobb also had great numbers in triples and was far ahead of Rose in stolen bases. Cobb also scored more runs than did Charlie Hustle and had more RBIs. Yet, he finishes over 2,000 points behind Rose for third place with 26,647 points. Cobb's total just barely edges out the player in fourth place, and that would be Stan the Man Musial. Already through the first four players, all but Bonds are in the Baseball Hall of Fame something Bonds will most likely never see because of his steroid usage. But from usual, his total in my system is 26,452 points, just 15 points behind Cobb. Musial played his entire career in St. Louis, 22 seasons in all. The top five is rounded out, but what might come as a huge surprise, Boston's Carl Yastrzemski. He was right up there with Musial and Cobb with 26,444 points. Among the top five, after Barry Bonds, Musial has the most home runs with 475, edging Yaz's 452. Perhaps Carl Yastrzemski is underrated because, after all, he did finish career, his career with 2,662 singles, 646 doubles, 59 triples, and 1,844 RBIs. He even stole 188 bases. Like Stan Musial, Yastrzemski spent his entire career with the same tw team 23 years in Boston. There are historic names among the top 19 I listed. Players like Hank Aaron, Mel Ott, Willie Mays, Ted Williams, Honest Wagner, and Alex Rodriguez. For the most recently retired players, they would be Rodriguez and Albert Pujols, both of whom are on this list. Pujols falls in line at the 10th position with 24,044 points, just behind old-timer Tris Speaker. Here's how the top 10 looks. Bonds, Rose, Cobb, Musial, Rostremski, Hank Aaron, another surprise in seventh, is Ricky Henderson, Mel Ott, Speaker, and then Pujols. Henderson will open eyes by finishing in the top 10, but consider that this is not just the all-time stolen base king with 1,406, but he also had 66 triples, 510 doubles, 279 dingers, and 2,182 additional singles. The former speedster also scored 2,295 times and knocked in 1,000. 115 runs. Hammering Hank Aaron was the home run king of all time until Barry Bonds passed him by, but he falls short of the top five by just 90 points short of Yaz's total. Then only 50 points separate Aaron from Henderson. Henderson is 1,177 ahead of Ott, who falls into the eighth position. The top 19 is an interesting mix of early 20th century players and mid-century, along with a few more recent players. Going far back in time on this list would be Babe Ruth, Trish Speaker, Napla Joey, Hannes Wagner, and Paul Wehner. Further into the 1900s are Mel Ott, Ted Williams, Frank Robinson, Yastrzemski, Musial, Willie Mays, and Hank Aaron. 
closer to the current day would be Henderson, Pujols, Bonds, Alex Rodriguez, who happens to be last on the list with 20,127 points. A surprise on this list from more recent times would be Craig Biggio, who was voted into the Hall of Fame in 2015. He finishes in the 18th spot, 160 points ahead of Rodriguez with 20,287. I personally didn't think he belonged in the Hall of Fame, but here he is in the top 20 of my point system. Biggio does have good numbers for what it's worth. 668 career doubles, 55 triples, and 3,060 total hits. Biggio also stole 414 career bases. The bottom line on this list is whether it proves who is the greatest baseball player overall in history. Even with his pitching totals, Babe Ruth falls way short of number one. Does that mean he's not the greatest player ever? This argument still probably boils down to a matter of opinion. But based on my system, I think a pretty good argument can be made for Rose, Bonds, Cobb, and Musial. Yes, Dremsey comes as a surprise when I compile this list. Ricky Henderson is even perhaps a bigger eye-opener. The remaining names aren't a surprise until you get to Biggio and Rodriguez. Certainly, if Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, Roberto Clemente, and some others had longer careers, they would have knocked Biggio and Rodriguez off this list. For Clemente, as a big Pittsburgh Pirates fan, I know his offensive stats would not get him into my top 20. But one, this is for sure, there can be no argument over who was the greatest defensive right fielder in the history of baseball. Clemente takes that honor going away, the strongest and most accurate throwing arm ever. But aside from Biggio, Henderson, and Rodriguez, the other 16 names are historic. If you have an original Hannes Wagner trading card, you are very wealthy. Mel Ott was a legendary slugger. Stan Musial is a model of consistency. Albert Pujols was a, perhaps the greatest player in baseball over the last 20 years. Willie Mays is just an amazing athlete with one of the greatest catches in the outfield in baseball history. Ted Williams is perhaps the purest hitter ever in the major leagues. But when it comes to pitching on the mound, there have been just as many great pitchers as there have, as there have been hitters. Here I did the same analysis I did for hitters. Only with the pitching, here is the formula. One point for games appeared in. One point for games started. Nine points for every complete game. Nine points for every shutout. One point for a save. One point for each inning pitched. A single point for a victory but the loss of a point for taking a loss. Three points for every strikeout, the loss of four points for every walk issued, a point is deducted for every hit surrendered, another for earned runs allowed, a half a point loss for a balk, a half a point deduction for a wild pitch, and one point loss for every batter hit with a pitch. So now when you think of who the greatest pitcher of all time was, perhaps the award given to the best pitcher in baseball every season comes to mind. Yes, the Cy Young Award, which is named after the winningest pitcher in baseball history. With 511 career victories, Young stands apart in that category from all other great pitchers. But add up all the numbers and using this point system, does that place Young in the top spot? Using my system, Cy Young scores a total of 11,344 points but falls short by 924 and a third points behind the man who holds the top spot, the great Walter Johnson. Johnson comes in with 12,268 and one-third points. Johnson won 417 games over the course of his career and is absolutely one of the best ever. In today's game, you will not see many pitchers completing games, going the entire nine innings. But in the early days of baseball, complete games were being performed at a record clip. Walter Johnson had 531 of them and 666 starts. That's incredible. In 80% of his starts, he finished all nine innings or more. 
Also in today's game, you will see shutouts, but most times they come as a combination of starters and relievers. But the number of shutouts in 2022 by a starting pitcher will shock you. 16 players led the major leagues with just one shutout. One. This season, Garrett Cole and Framber Valdez each have had just two to lead the majors. You must go back to 2017 for a pitcher who had more than two, and it was three by Corey Kluber and Irvin Santana. You must go all the way back to 1985 to find a pitcher with double-digit shutouts, and that was John Tudor who tossed 10 for the St. Louis Cardinals. The great Bob Gibson had 13 in 1968. Now consider the all-time greats and their shutout numbers. Waller Johnson threw 110 career shutouts. That is the most ever. The only modern-day player that comes close is Nolan Ryan, who was well-retired but finished his story career with 61 shutouts. Tom Seaver was just behind with 60. Burt Blylevin and Don Sutton finished their careers in ninth and 10th place, respectively, on the all-time shutout list. The only active player listed in the leaders is Clayton Kershaw, but he is tied for 430th on the all-time list. That tells you something about pitching philosophies these days. As Walter Johnson and Cy Young are number one and two on the points leaderboard, Randy Johnson comes in at three. The big unit, as he was well known for his height of six feet ten, had a fantastic career with one of the best fastballs ever. Many will remember the moment he killed a bird in flight as it was unlucky to have flown in the path of one of those big unit fastballs. That event was caught on film, and you can still Google it to see it if you wish. In fourth place on the list is the amazing Nolan Ryan. The ageless Nolan Ryan, who threw his last pitch at the age of 46 in 1993 while playing for the Texas Rangers. Ryan holds a record that will never be broken. Seven no-hitters. On my list, Ryan finished in fourth with 10,043 points, over 2,000 behind Walter Johnson, and just 15 behind Roger Clemens, who came in in third in this list. There can certainly be an argument for Ryan to be the best ever, given the no-nos and that he threw 61 shutouts and completed 222 games in 773 games as the starting pitcher. But Ryan's 5,714 strikeouts stand out as the most ever in Major League Baseball history. Depending on how long Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander's careers go, they are in the top 15 all-time in strikeouts. Scherzer with 3,367 for 11th in history, and Verlander coming in currently with 3,337, placing him in the number 13 slot. But rounding out the top 18 players in my chart are great names, pitchers who had great success, and some are, that are in the Hall of Fame. Some of the more popular and well-known names are Seaver, previously mentioned, as well as Burt Blylevin, Gaylord Perry, the well-known spitballer, Steve Carlton, Don Sutton, who I had mentioned, Grover Alexander, Greg Maddox, and Warren Spahn. So given this list and these numbers, are they enough to say who is the greatest hitter and pitcher in the history of Major League Baseball? Perhaps not, but it certainly makes the discussion more interesting. Your thoughts and critique of this podcast are welcome, and I'd love to hear other opinions. You can do that by emailing me at totalsportsrecall at gmail.com or on my Twitter page using my handle of at TSRHarv59. Again, the email address is totalsportsrecall at gmail.com. Twitter handle is at TSRHarv59. The entire list with all the statistics is posted on my website if you'd like to see the entire breakdown. My website can be found at www.totalsportsrecall.com. Again, that's www.totalsportsrecall.com where you can find the entire breakdown of every one of these players mentioned and their stats that go along with it. 
I will return next week with another podcast, but be sure to visit my website for my uh, Wednesday NFL predictions and on Monday for my weekend wrap-up. Plan for this podcast is a discussion about 1970s and 80s boxers, and previous guest Charles Slavic will join me next Saturday in that discussion. The announcement of that podcast will also come on my Twitter page. Until next week, this is your host, Harv Aronson, saying have a great week, and please reach out to me with any comments or suggestions using my Twitter handle at TSRHarv59 or by emailing me at totalsportsrecall at gmail.com.